to another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works Bundesliga Preview Series. This is Chuck Smith, and I'll be walking you through our next edition today, which will feature Mainz. Anyone still there? Anyone still listening? Yes, that's right. I've got Mainz. Now, when you think about Mainz, you don't think about a traditional Bundesliga power by any means. Right now, at the stage where this team is set up, they do have some talent, and they're actually kind of a fun team to watch because they play a scrappy and aggressive style. They kind of go all for broke, or really just try and go all out to score goals, and I do admire that about them. Unfortunately, the part of the game where you actually have to stop the other team doesn't necessarily work out too well for mines. Regardless, though, they do have some quality talent, where they fit into the Bundesliga this year is probably about where they fit in last year. So we're going to take a look at their roster, take a look at some of their important fixtures, and then kind of talk through where I think they're going to end up by the end of the season. And when I look at the Mainz roster, I am impressed by a lot of the talent that they do have. Uh, first and foremost, I look at outside back, and I really do like Aaron Martin, a uh, 22-year-old, I believe now, from Spain, who is one of the better and more creative players that Mainz has. Um, I think that he's poised to actually have a very good, almost breakout type season now that he's gotten some run on the Spanish youth international teams. And I think that Martin is one of these players that can use the Bundesliga platform to elevate his own reputation and possibly end up uh, at a bigger dare I say, better club than Mainz after this season. But when you look at the rest of the roster, this is a team that needs to really apply pressure, keep it up, and gamble that it can break through. Uh, they do have some fascinating offensive talent. Uh, you look at uh, Jean-Philippe Mateta, uh, Jean-Paul Botius, Robin Kaizan. Those are players that can create offense. They absolutely can put the ball in the back of the net and cause a lot of issues for the opposition. And I think even in some uh, of the key games that they had last year, you could see that the opposition really did have a tough time dealing with some of the speed and creativity that Mainz was able to display. Uh, the problem is consistency, being able to do that against top competition uh, for long and extended periods. It just hasn't been there. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that Sandro Schwartz is really going to have to to work on this season with this roster. Now, Schwartz, is he's one of my favorite coaches in the league, mostly because for many of the games, he dresses like he's about to fill up a car. I mean, he looks like a Getty gas station attendant. Uh, it's actually a creative get up considering how, you know, we have Nico Kovac's scarf game. We have, you know, the professional look of many of these other coaches. But Schwartz, he just looks like he's ready to ask you if, you know, you need a fill up or how much you need in your car. I mean, the, the get up he, he breaks out is, is kind of awesome to me. But, um, you know, I, I actually like the way he's approached running this roster. Um, he recognizes what the team is strong at. He has also recognized their weaknesses, which there are many uh, because of the aggressive style of play that they have. You know, they constantly go off sides. They don't have the most accurate of shooters with uh, Mateta, Botias, Kaizan. They do like to put a lot of shots on net, but by not by any means do they finish a lot. 
Um, and when you when you get to those higher level games, when you're playing a Bayern Munich or you're playing a Borussia Dortmund, uh, they just don't have the horses to really match up over the long term. And I think that what we'll see this year is a lot of what we saw last year. Mines will play an aggressive style. They will push the pace at you and make you uncomfortable. And for a while, they'll be successful with that. But eventually, they match up against teams that just have greater skill, better depth, and that are able to take advantage of those weaknesses that we talked about. Uh, I, I think, you know, when you when you circle back and you try and examine what those weaknesses are, sure, a defender like Martin, he pushes up a lot. He tries to get involved in the offense, and that does leave some of the other defenders a little bit more susceptible uh, but I do like Alexander Heck in the middle of that defense. I think that he's got some good potential to to kind of solidify uh, a very tough situation for Mines. He is a, a decent player, not great, but he does handle the terrible situations that he's often put in uh, very well. Uh, and that leads to the two goalkeepers who I actually really like. Um, there is Ron Zentner and Florian Muller, and I do think that they have some talent there. But again, it's tough for a goalkeeper in this on this Mainz roster to actually have a lot of success. You're constantly facing pressure. You're constantly getting peppered with shots. And it's tough even for two talented goalkeepers like Zentner and Muller to be able to, you know, really display uh, or, or get results. I mean, they're able to display their talent because they're constantly having to work and defend uh, the net. But it, it's it's a situation where there's just not enough focus on the defensive end of the field. And it does leave those goalkeepers really hung out to dry a lot. When we look at some of the important fixtures that this Mainz roster will face, I, I like to look at uh, their traditional rival, at least one of their traditional rivals, and that's Eintracht Frankfurt. And they will play uh, Eintracht on November 30th in the Hinrunde. So I would expect that to be a very interesting game. This is this is a different Eintracht Frankfurt team than what we saw last year. Obviously, with Luka Jovic gone, Sebastian Haller gone. This is a team that is a little more susceptible to being knocked off. And I think Mainz has the right mentality and the right I don't give an F attitude to go and and take on a team like Frankfurt and not care who is supposed to win the game. I think that that's a that's a very interesting contest. And I think we'll learn a lot about Mainz in the first half of the season from that game. In the second half of the season, I started to look at where I thought Mainz might be. And I don't anticipate that they're going to be at the top of the table. So I looked at the April 4th game uh, with Union Berlin. And the reason you might say, like, why, why Union Berlin? They're, they've just gotten promoted. Why, why is that an interesting game? Because I think that game actually will mean something for both teams. I think that Mainz, as much as I think they're able to kind of hang in the middle of the pack, I think they could be playing for something to stay above the relegation danger zone at that point. And Union Berlin, I fully expect to be kind of teetering all season long. So I think that that will be a fascinating game, 
it'll be great because mine's I believe yes is on the road on that one so they'll be tested and it should really give an indication as to where the team is and how much progress they made over the course of the year from a player to watch standpoint one of the I guess primary players that I'm interested in seeing is former Bayern Munich prospect Jonathan Meyer and the unfortunate part for Meyer is that he plays the same position as Aaron Martin. So what I think that we're going to have to see is if Meyer has any versatility and is able to to not only be on the field the same time as Aaron Martin, but if he can really establish himself as a top-flight Bundesliga player. Uh, To this point, Meyer was a player who obviously had talent. He was training with the Bayern first team, but unfortunately could never really break through. And it's not really hard to understand why. I mean, we have, you know, David Alaba ahead of him. And this season with the acquisition of Lucas Hernandez, there really wasn't any need for Meyer to stay with Bayern Munich. I think he probably had a little bit of hope last season when Juan Bernat transferred over to Paris Saint-Germain. And then we also saw Marco Friedel uh, previously commit to Werder Bremen so I, for another uh, stint on his loan. So I think at that point, you know, last season, Meyer probably thought, you know, I might have a future here. I might be able to find my niche as a backup to David Alaba. But that just never happened. Uh, for whatever reason, Alaba is very durable. But even when he was injured, Byron was able to flip out Rafinha out to left back. And really, I mean, that that was just a better option. Rafinha was a obviously a, a very quality option to have there. A veteran who had been through a lot and really wasn't going to be faced like a young player like Meyer might. So as this season progresses, it will be interesting to see how Sandro Schwartz can take a talent like Meyer, probably a player who could be on the first team and as a starter, at a couple of other clubs in the league. I'm interested to see how Schwartz is able to work Meyer into the lineup, see if he can play at the same time as Martin, and see how creative they can get. I think that Meyer, through everything, is going to get the opportunity at one point or another this year to show whether he's a first-team footballer or not. And, you know, to his credit, I think this is a challenge that he's willing to accept. He wanted to make this move to Mines from Bayern because he needed the opportunity to play. And I think this is a it's a very relevant point to a lot of the players in the Bayern youth system that they're going to be faced with this same situation. Do they stay with Bayern, probably in a backup role, probably not playing a lot? Or do they move to a team like Mines where they're going to be able to feature, where they're going to, to be able to get more experience and they're going to be able to make a name for themselves? Uh, It's an interesting conundrum because obviously the quality of practice at Bayern and the training, everyday training environment is so much better. But I honestly think you'll start to see many, many other players look at other lower level Bundesliga teams and decide to make that leap and become a starter or at least uh, a rotational player for those teams and get that experience that they desperately need. And that leads us to the final part of this preview which is where I see Mainz fitting into the table. And I kind of hinted about this uh, through several things that I had said. I don't see Mainz as a true contender. I don't think that's going to surprise anyone. Uh, you know, the, the, the biggest thing they have going for them is I love their carnival jerseys. Last year, the Twister 
board that they rolled out was phenomenal. Anybody that didn't like that, I'm sorry, you have you have no sense of humor and you have no fun in life. That was a tremendous jersey. I don't care how ugly it may have looked. It was great. It was a great idea. They have fun with the whole carnival atmosphere, and I think it's a it's a great thing that they do. But yeah, that was probably the best thing they they rolled out all season. And that's kind of what I'm expecting this year. I don't think that they are going to be in severe danger of relegation. I think that they are going to be toward the top of the bottom third of the league. I like to think of the Bundesliga as a top third, middle third, and bottom third, even though the math doesn't totally kind of uh, add up there. But I look at, you know, the top rung teams. I don't see mines fitting in there. And I look at the middle rung teams and I think, well, maybe if things break right, Sandro Schwartz can really draw the best out of this team. Perhaps they can elevate themselves to get in the middle of the pack. But I just don't quite see it. I think there's some talent. I, I think they, they are going to score some goals. I think they have some really intriguing players. But in the end, I think they're going to be in that bottom third. They'll be in the upper end of it. I think they're going to be somewhere right around uh, Freiburg and Augsburg. I think they'll be kind of those three teams battling a little bit to see who can push into the middle third of the Bundesliga. But I think Mainz really at this point, despite some of the talent they have, despite the fact that I think Schwartz gets and understands this team, I just don't think they have the horses to really match up in the Bundesliga. I think, you know, like I said, they won't have to worry about relegation, but they're not necessarily going to be competing for the Europa League or the Champions League or anything like that. So with that, I will be ending this episode of our Bundesliga previews. It's been my pleasure to be able to deliver this Mainz preview to you. You can always reach me at The Barrel Blog on Twitter. And once again, thanks for joining us. Bye.